So we're just gonna um the whole time, make it a real pain in the ass to edit. Um. um. Come with me. Nope. Leaving me stranded. That's because I'm at peace with the universe now. Oh. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. Is that how this works? Yeah. <laughs> Feels wrong. I got there. It's me, Jason. Ooh, hate it. <laughs> Oh, sorry. It's a me, Jason. <laughs> Woohoo! I'm Jake. <laughs> nah, I'm Elsa. <laughs> and uh, this is our 2022 year in review. God, I almost messed that year up. <laughs> <laughs> 2023, right, Jason? <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> so, yeah, if you haven't been around long enough and you didn't uh, listen through our back catalog, we do a year in review. Kind of looks back at the games we played for the podcast, outside the podcast, best, worst. There's a couple other special awards. We'll get through them as we get there. It's not an awards thing, but kind of an awards thing. Our special mentions, right? Special. Should we like craft up awards or like, you know, send them out to developers? Yeah. Hey, motherfucker, you're the worst game of the year. I really want to. But we, then I never follow through on that. We can't just shit in a box and send it <laughs> more than once. So we got to make it count. Usually, Naka's not up to much anymore, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's busy. I, I do not know what Japanese prison is like. Do they get mail? Probably. There you go. Will they get shit in a box? <laughs> One way to find out. So, uh, as you should never do. We're just going to start at best game you played this year and then move down slowly into the abyss. That's the worst mm. way to do it. I know, right? Yeah. It's okay. like every award show knows you build up to the best one. No, we're starting at the best and we're going down, 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 down. To Goblin Town. Ah, there it is. <laughs> so the best game you played this year, uh, this award specifically is everything. For the podcast, outside the podcast, what is the things you played the most, enjoyed the most this year? Oh, uh, I can kick this off because uh, I'll probably be much quicker. Um, I want to say Elden Ring, but I just started it, so I can't. Um, I'm, I'm not going to count it till I play all the way through it, which I will, and probably more than once. Uh, Cult of the Lamb? Holy shit. I really love that game. You play a little lamb guy. You have the like uh, 2D action sections. You go, you build a cult. You are the truth, the light, the lamb. Like, <laughs> what's not to like? You can sacrifice one of them. You can marry him. It's fun. It's like, it's super dark and it's so like adorably presented. Mm, yes. <laughs> so good. I've only seen it played. I've not played it myself. But uh, man, like you, I'm sitting on three here. I got Super Mario Odyssey because I finally got around to playing Oh, it. hell yeah. Incredible game. It's a polished 3D Super Mario. I don't have to talk much about it. Return of the Obra Dinn. Oh yeah, which is a um, an adventure mystery where uh, you are trying to solve the mystery of what happened to everybody on the ship. It's like the 1800s or something. <laughs> You're an insurance inspector, and you have this magic pocket watch that lets you travel back in time to everybody's final moments, so long as you've seen the body. So you find somebody's remains and pull up your magic pocket watch and go. What happened to you? Oh, oh, that happened to you. And I'm not going to talk too much about it because the experience is incredible. And there are a lot of twists and turns. But you got to 
you gotta see it for yourself to really get the punch. And the third one is just, just a fun little game that Jason gifted me, I think last December. I, I gotta shout out Yoku's Island Express. <laughs> Big fist bump over there. It's um, it's a Metroidvania pinball machine. Yep. You're uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, I've seen it and like, that still blows my mind. <laughs> It's great. It's adorable. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, it, it works well as both a pinball game and as an adventure game. There's no misses here. And if one person hears this podcast and goes and just like checks it out and puts it on their Steam wishlist, I have succeeded. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Um, this was actually the hardest category for me. Wow. So I went through all the games on my Steam, whatever, Rewind or whatever they call yeah. it. And uh, the number one game for played for me was Gunfire Reborn. Yeah. Checks out. Uh, there was some DLC this year. Me and Jake have played a ton of this game. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think my second one might have been Risk of Rain 2. <laughs> he has a type. So, like... Did uh, that DLC come out this year, too? Yes. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so, they both kind of qualify. They both kind of qualify. And the third one, Shock... Oh, Rogue Legacy 3. <laughs> ah. So of the games that came out this year, that's one of the very few I have. Because I didn't play a lot of new games this year. Uh, going back and looking through it. I played some stuff that, like, uh, what was the, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids game? Oh, Grounded? Grounded. We played that. It's now out. We haven't played it since it came out of nope. beta. So I kind of don't want to say that quite yet, though I really did enjoy our time with it. Oh, same. Uh, which is the I, first I listed three roguelikes and now I'm <laughs> listing survival crafting because um, the best thing I played this year was Minecraft. <laughs> like we should change uh, the category to the best thing that you played that's not Minecraft. <laughs> it, which like heavy size because yeah, um, you know, as we've just been going through mod packs mm -hmm. and it's like, I really enjoy it. Some of the mod packs weren't as great, but some of them have been really interesting. Uh, Minecraft in space despite taking a while to like figure out what the heck was going on. It was so different from the regular Minecraft experience. Yeah. Hmm. You're in space and you have guns and there's aliens. <laughs> it's oh. tempting to check out, but I also like value my free time. Oh, I get that. Mm -hmm. It's like we're still on Vault Hunters. God, I fucking love Vault Hunters. Yeah. So I, uh, of games that came out this year, it's like Rogue Legacy 3. Okay. I love roguelikes. It is a, or, yeah, it is a better version of, like, Rogue Legacy. Mm. So, um, that, I guess. Which then, best game for the podcast. And this is kind of the thing, because I almost even considered this-ish. is uh, Back for Blood. Oh, right. Yes, you were just talking about this. So, we played it when it came out. And the episode didn't come out until January. So, it counts for this year. That's how we count these things. Back for Blood was you can go listen to the episode it does some things well and then it does a lot of stuff i didn't enjoy and stuff that weirdly uh they've actually fixed as they seem you know keen on updating and making this game an actual like long-term project like they are invested it's not gonna get anthemed yeah <laughs> <laughs> damn so Playing it now with all the updates and the DLCs and stuff, it's actually quite fun. And part of that is, you know, just hopping on and playing zombie shooter with your friends. Yeah. So, like, it's been a good time. 
but that definitely makes it by far and away the best thing I played for the podcast this year. The way you've talked about it, I've been tempted to pick it up. Just hearing all that background noise that you've talked about it is like, maybe it's worth picking up now because I didn't play it when it first came out. I mean, that that was the right call, but it's uh, it seems like it'd be your kind of jam. Yeah. Especially I mean, if it's on sale. Because at like full price, I'm still not 100% sold on it. Uh, we obviously have it through Game Pass as much as we've talked about Game Pass. So that is the exact right price. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things that are my jam, uh, the best thing I played for the podcast, I was at effectively half the episodes. I had 12 episodes to choose from. So once a month, I joined you guys. Uh, The best one had to be Rainbow Six Extraction for me personally, because uh, I'm a fan of Rainbow Six Siege, like had been for a while. And um, slowly the horrible toxicity of that community just ground us down. And we just like, just didn't want to do it anymore. Like toxic teammates, toxic opponents, toxic toxicity, font of creativity. Rainbow Six? No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, Rainbow Six Extraction sort of uh, rips that out and that just has you shooting shooting at monsters with the same like gunplay that I liked and the same like destructible environments being able to shoot my magical explosive device through a wall and just blow up a room of enemies. Fucking love that shit. But, uh, you know, there was like the unlocking nonsense that we had to deal with and the... Just the the progression that was just really, really bad. Curious to see if they fixed any of it going back to it. Might do it with with a different group, with my normal Rainbow Six group. We'll see. But uh, at least the best thing I played for the cast. Yeah, like going back through, like there's a couple games that like I enjoyed or surprisingly enjoyed. Like we did Battlefield 2042, but like I like Battlefield. Even like as janky a piece of shit as 2042 is. I'd still much rather play that than one or five. I, t- I went on about that at length on that episode. It's whatever. Or like Overwatch 2. I have played a surprising amount of Overwatch 2 and have had a decent... My girlfriend likes Overwatch 2, so we'll play it together. To be fair, a lot of it is just Overwatch 1, so... Yeah, and it's just that game. It's fine. I didn't mind it. But I think... Uh, and this one is uh, surprising because as much as I fucking hate them... I don't know. Like, I really kind of dug Pokemon. Yeah, okay. And I didn't expect that. Like... Honestly, that's kind of a real twist. Yeah. Like, as I'm going back through it, I'm like, what did I enjoy the time I spent with the most? Like, it's it's Pokemon. And I didn't think that'd be the case myself. Fucking sandwich lizard got heart. Yeah! I love my weird little masked cat man. <laughs> is, it, is it time for everyone's favorite award? Oof. Uh, I don't know what everyone's favorite award is. The Anthem Award. <gasps> the Anthem Award! For you tried so hard and got so far. God damn it. And in the end, it didn't even matter. <laughs> fucking every time it pisses me <laughs> off every time so uh again if you're not particularly familiar anthem was a game that was almost good and then was very not so this award goes to something that whether it needed more time or just something that you could see a part of that you really liked and then it sucked for whatever reason <laughs> Elsa, you want to kick it off? I mean, uh, we're going to go from Pokemans to Pokemans because, like, here's where we're at. My uh, my Anthem Award goes to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet because it was a game that, like, took strides in character writing. There were a lot of those good quality of life changes that, like, if you've played generation to generation, really stuck out to you. And, you know, creating that vast open world that was genuinely fun to explore. But then, like, things like like the towns being barren wastelands 
the total lack of puzzles in favor of like really simple and stupid mini games and uh just, just little things and the jank so much jank the the pop in the pokemon attacking you from walls the being able to very easily throw yourself out of bounds and it's just a cavalcade of bad design decisions that like if they iron out the glitches and put more effort into certain pockets of the game this would be a top tier pokemon game at a battle facility or some sort of end game because like after you finish the game you're just done and for Pokemon players like myself, we expect a little bit more than that. Like, you know, something to keep us going. Something to look forward for to tomorrow. <laughs> so we uh, we played a few things that, um, oh boy, they uh, they could have more time. Or like, like, let's take a quick look at Diablo Immortal and how that ended out. Like, if you, stri- you stripped out a lot of the microtransactions, it'd still be a super simplified mobile game. Yeah. And we played it on PC, so that didn't feel great. But, like, you could work that into something. I don't know, a proper Diablo game, mayhaps. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, like, uh, you, Rainbow Six Extraction with, like, some of the weird shit around that. Like, you, you could have tooled that to make it a lot better. But I think that it comes down to, for me, uh, I lost it. Oh, there it is. Uh, Babylon's Fall. Mm. I don't know what it would take to fix it besides making it look a lot better. <laughs> Jason, why are you making a face? Because I was curious where Jake was going to go. And uh, my notes for this are, I refuse to mention Diablo (laughs) because fundamentally you don't fix the microtransactions and that's just the game. Well, no, you don't fix it. You remove it. (laughs) Yeah. You have to whole scale tear them out of the game, which also means you need to completely rebalance how the game works. Double tap, remove the head. Well, like (laughs) from what I've heard, they need to do that anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So like as much as I kind of enjoyed our playthrough the end game uh, is non-existent without massive rng and money <laughs> so i was like i'm not going to talk about it but money but money yeah so instead i wrote down babylonie pepperoni yep. hey. because babylon's fall despite its heinous appearance <laughs> seriously the we're gonna make everything look like watercolor sometimes but maybe not the background or maybe not the foreground depending on the scene what are you doing <laughs> yeah. this looks bad and at times the gameplay wasn't the best uh namely the fact that uh Rockman is the only boss in the game i'm fairly confident to this day yeah 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 yeah, yeah you yeah, get yeah. to the end of the level and you face the rock man <laughs> they're like no we have a dozen bosses and you face the rock man <laughs> They have three, maybe, and two of them are Rockman. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it had problems, and it needed more variety and yes. stuff. But the, like, full, you have four weapons kind of weird gameplay was interesting to me. And I wish it were better. I mean, where I fell on was, uh, yeah, like, it was an interesting choice with the way that you would have four weapons. But uh, Elsa... As much time as you've got in uh, Destiny, I think you can appreciate a good loot grind. Yep. Ooh, I love a good loot grind. As long as it's rewarding at some point. Oh, absolutely. You got to give me like a considerable upgrade at the end or just something vastly different than I already have. Yeah, which like this was doing All right. eventually. But we talked about that then. <laughs> so yeah, Babylon's Fall weirdly was, uh, as I looked over, there were actually quite a few uh, this category for me, because we had a surprisingly medium year. Yeah. It was not the year of anime. Yeah. 
It uh, there were actually some stuff like. Right, but Code Vein's really good. Yeah, the one anime game we played before the year of anime, that was <laughs> the actually good one. Uh, so now the other uh, R created award. It's called the Drive Girls Award. <laughs> the Drive Girls Award for that game that we forgot we played because uh, for nearly eight months we forgot we were supposed to be playing Drive Girls. You played Drive Girls. It was longer than that. And yeah. we played what? <laughs> yeah. The game was purchased and then it just like existed for, I literally don't know how long. And then we recorded an episode. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah. 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 I'll get mine out of the way quickly because it was just Battlefield uh, 204044 or whatever the hell it was. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, tedious gameplay grind, progression grind, netcode grind. <laughs> I forgot we played this game until I consulted my notes. I was like, oh, yeah. And that's basically Fuck. the reaction we're looking for <laughs> is you look back at all the games you played and go, oh. So it has uh, achieved the goal admirably. And now I will forget again that I have ever played this game. And a few of them that like I didn't remember, uh, like especially you get to the, like the earlier of the year, like Prism, you know, like, right. Like that fucking sucked. But I didn't like. I didn't hate it enough that I remembered hating it, right? But then we get to the dry fart that was uh, John Romero's Daikatana that, like, sorry for this category. For forgot about, yeah. Wow. Totally bro. forgot that we fucking played Daikatana. Skipping ahead <laughs> on my list. Uh, yeah, because I went with. Uh, there's this game called Mittelborg City of Mages. City of Mages. I'm staring at this list right now, and I'm still not convinced. Oh, I remember that one. <laughs> but you must go to the astral plane. In large part because it was a non-game, basically. Uh, it was a series of slides, yes. Yeah, you sat and you stared at a single screen and then the game ended. Positively or negatively, who cares? And that was it. <laughs> Round we go again. It happened for a short amount of time and then just gone. It's the kindest thing anybody ever said about that game. Probably, because it was ass, but like, <laughs> but then, uh, thankfully, we don't have a separate category for worst game we played outside the podcast versus worst game, because... Can you imagine? Have, having played the games for the podcast, it's not really a close fight. <laughs> it's, uh, if I ever play, like, boot up something that is as bad as the things we play for this, I just stop playing. Yeah. Immediately. Like that's that's it for this hobby. Guess I'm going fishing. Well, I meant more the game, but <laughs> that works fishing. too. <laughs> just bail out. Just you know, change of lifestyle. <laughs> Gaming was a mistake. <laughs> You're five years in. This whole thing has been a mistake. <laughs> I mean, I got two, and I'll kick us off with the one that Jake already spoiled because Die Katana. <laughs> And my buddy Superfly was offensively bad. It was crafted out of idiot Legos for idiots. <laughs> and I didn't even finish the game. And like, I just sat stupefied in wonder as Jason regaled me with the stories from the future and how this shit ended because my gameplay experience was so bad. I just rage quit. I was just done with that shit. Because it was, at times, unplayable because of the fucking escort style. Who plays a first-person shooter and says, you know what, I want this entire thing to be an escort section. The entire game. 
Yeah, that feels good. That feels right. That's the future of gaming that John Romero saw for us. Fucking jackass. Yes, Jake. Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, but that was actually good. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from the ending. Uh, but the real one, the real winner, the real loser is uh, we're, we're going back to the well. The Sonic well. The Sonic and the Secret Rings well. Because an auto-runner Sonic controlled by the Wiimote, where you play through the Arabian Nights uh, while Sonic is having a fever dream, is just like, why did I say that sentence? Am I having a stroke? Yeah, as much as video games were a mistake, motion controls were a mistake. I'm glad we all got better. For now, I think Black Knight also uses motion controls. <laughs> yep. It's coming. I, uh, for whatever reason, I don't include the Sonic games generally, just like in my head. Like, maybe it's just because it's New Year, New Sonic, and I, I just have those separately. So, like, you're right. Because, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. I haven't thought about Sonic and the Secret Rings after we recorded it. I, I fucking, I drank that into oblivion. Yeah, and it was gone. Rage moments. <laughs> legit rage. But I didn't find that, uh, like, Middleborg? Holy shit. I fucking hated Middleborg. I hated uh, that boring fuck. It felt like it was just disrespectful of my fucking time. That and goddamn buildings have feelings, too. Both of those fucking pieces of shit sitting there. Oh, I gotta make a fish factory. Go fuck yourself, you fucking building. I don't give a shit. I hope somebody fucking tears you down. <laughs> Arson is fun, too. <laughs> That's right, kids. Arson is fun. But uh, else I'm surprised you didn't go alone in the dark illumination because I know you had such a fun time with that one. It was so good. (laughs) It was so broken, but had the joy of, um, I guess, being played with other people, which saved it just barely. And... um, no, that was pretty much it. Hmm, yeah. No, it was terrible. Oh, it, was it was awful. It was awful. But it wasn't as bad built. as Sonic. <laughs> but the fact that we were all experiencing it simultaneously was hilarious. Yes. Yes. It's why, like, I've looked over all of this. And before I give my answer, uh, I need to shout special shout out uh, to Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood <laughs> for being just a whole fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was. This game is not good by any stretch of the means. It's not almost a diamond in the rough. It doesn't fit in any of our categories, <laughs> but I need to shout it out because that shit was crazy. I get crazy. that because I was trying to figure out where I put it because it deserves a mention. <laughs> like, your man is a werewolf who like makes horrible decisions, shuns his family, and then comes back and they're like, why are you leaving us? We want you here. And he's like, no, I have to protect you by not protecting you. Harumph, 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 harumph. <laughs> and then like, you basically are playing a Hulk simulator as you just grab people and smash them through desks. And it's just like, what is happening? I said it in the episode. How do you make your main character an eco-terrorist werewolf and the game's fucking boring? <laughs> what the shit? Right? It's wild and so as as i went through the list of all the games i wanted to shout that out because i needed to and then i went through the whole list of everything i played this year and i thought daikadana was real bad sonic was real bad and i knew you were going to mention it and i was looking through all these just very boring very middling games and then i played final slam 2 <laughs> 
And it is far and away the worst thing I played this year. Amazing. I hate that fucking game. Well done. Well done. Perfect. So if you want to know, that's on the Christmas episode. Because it's what Jake got me. And it's I it's it's fucking garbage in every sense of the word. So yeah, there's that. I've never been so proud of myself. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I haven't seen post range like that since shooters fears. <laughs> Your time is coming, bud. <sighs> yeah, that's what I got. <sighs> well, that's it. So like that's our that's our awards. Yay! Yay! To keep things brisk and light, we're not gonna answer any emails we're saving those for actual episodes yep. uh also because we're almost out oh. so if you have any questions comments concerns thing you want us to talk about email the bad at gmail.com if you want to find us any other social medias the bad Gamecast, you know us hopefully i don't know if this is your first episode weird point to jump in but welcome <laughs> <laughs> hello hello uh you can check us out on twitch we stream uh monday through thursdays uh, you can check out, we've got a Reddit page, we've got a Discord, we hang out there probably the most. If you want to support us, patreon.com forward slash badgamecast. Yes, to all of our Patreon supporters, you guys are the fucking bestest. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> well, you can find me on Twitter, uh, no, yeah, at Jake Prey, occasionally I tweet things. You can find me on Twitter at Freya Faust, it's my pen name, I do fantasy novels, I talk more about them in other episodes, it's fine. I don't have a fun outro for this one. <laughs> Outro! That's staying in. Fuck yes, that's perfect. <laughs> Jason, I need you to give me your most sensual hello. Hello. You said as you will. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I just thought about when he was saying hello to the new listeners who decided to join in on the yearly recap like a fucking moron. I mean, hello. I love you. <laughs> I'll stop it before you keep it. Fucking Australia new listeners.